Hi. Um, how's it going? I'm Richard, and you're listening to the Garen Podcast Project. And you are a listener who are listening, who are, who is listening to me um, stumble over my own words. Um, are you doing your chores? If you are, what? This is, this isn't, this isn't a, this isn't a uh, sing-along or talk-along podcast. Although, some parts it can be. Um, are you doing your chores? What kind of chores are you doing? Do you like the chores that you do? Um, is there a ch- is there something that you'd rather do besides your chores? Are you driving um, to work or are you driving home from work? I don't recommend watching listening to this if you're driving home from work, but that's just me because I like to listen to music that I like or listen to I guess my podcast of people that I like listening to so if if you can stand the the tone of my voice and the excuse me I had Taco Bell and um my stomach is full and I'm I'm and I'm and I'm really <laughs> I'm really um well Let's just say I'm full. I am full. Um, hyperboles, I guess, are just the bane of my existence. I tend to just speak very much in extremes, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> Maybe I should build a better lexicon. Because so far, what I have... Sorry, hold on. There's a bunch of... There's a bunch of things happening. I have I have wrappers of um, dark chocolate kisses from Hershey's. Uh, I I realized lately that I've been in need of some chocolate. I'm gonna stop touching them now. I've been in in need of chocolate. I'm not really a big sweet person. I don't like uh, a lot of sweet stuff. Well, let me say this. I won't go out of my way to buy any sweet stuff. So that's just me. Do you like sweet stuff? Okay. Um, if you can, if you can bear all of that, in the introduction, I think you'll be all right for the rest of the show. Because at least the rest of the show has some content, and it, and it, and it's uh, it's segmented out and structured. I have my things written out, the things I want to talk about. I'm going to read off my script because that's just how I am. But I do go off script so I can explain some stuff. It only helps me become a better speaker, I think. Although my band teacher, who was who actually got her degree, her doctorate in music, something. I don't remember what she got her doctorate in, but I, I had to be music focused. She was actually doctor. I forgot her last name. Instead of Mrs. So-and-so. She's Dr. So-and-so. Which is pretty cool, I think. It's pretty cool that you can, instead of being a Mr. or a Mrs., you can be a doctor. But that's a conversation for something else. So my show is segmented out into four different segments. Uh, Last episode, I had my epiphanies first. 
and then let's talk social. I'm going to switch those for this episode and see how that goes. So let's talk social is going to be first. It's going to be about me sharing um, a social tool that I use to talk to people or at least um, get through social interactions. Um, My second one, my epiphanies. That's just the stuff that I figured out during the week. I think epiphanies is kind of a big word, so I might change the title of that segment. Um, But for now, if you ever talk to any of your friends and be like, well, he's got four segments, you can say my epiphanies. That's okay. I allow that. My epiphanies is just something that I figured out. It's usually inspired by something that I watched, something that I thought of or mulled over again. Um something someone told me and that sparked you know an entire conversation in my head that led me to a thought that connected a dot to another dot in my mind um i do like music a lot so but the next two segments are about music related things um the third segment is top five discover weekly songs and these are songs that are from my spotify discover weekly that Spotify curates as a general playlist for individual Spotify users. You know, when you pay for premium, you get this added benefit. I think, I don't know, I haven't been a basic user in a while, so I don't know if that's something that's extended to basic users too, but I also know that um, I didn't have this before until I got the premium, premium membership. Wow. So many words in that sentence that really just struck me down. (laughs) Okay, so, and the fourth one is Song of the Week. Song of the Week is a song that I just, you know, I listened to and it felt it was nice to listen to and blah, blah, blah. Uh, It most likely has something to do with, well, it's probably just a song I'm fixated on. Last week, it was a song that was just like super relative to my uh, situation in life for that week but this one is just i'm fixated on it you know i i actually keep going back to this song to listen to it um and i think that's what song of the week is going to be about generally just what songs am i going back to every day of the week okay uh so those are my four segments i believe there's gonna be some music playing to cue you into the next segment So when you hear a little sound or a piano or something, I don't know what notes, I'm going to listen to this and then play those notes over it. So it'll sound like this. I I might have not even played any sound, but that's what it'll sound like. So let's get into the next segment. Okay, let's talk social. What are we going to talk about? Initiating conversation and getting over that fear. Um, I don't have, this isn't on script. So getting over the fear, what do I mean by that? It's just the anxiety of having to start the conversation. You, you are trying to reach out to new people and you want to reach out to new people, but you haven't really done that before. You've kind of relied on other people just coming to you to talk to you and start a conversation. That's how you met most of your friends um your your families introduced you to to new people and you were forced to like talk to them or 
you were just in like situations like at school like you'd be put in the same team to work together and eventually you had to talk and grow some sort of relationship whether it's like you know a business type relationship where it's like hey need to get this part done you know i got my part done here's this oh i can't really take care of that something happened at home and blah 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 oh i'm so sorry to hear that you know and then that kind of thing trails off into a different topic to talk about later okay so back to the script initiating conversation is a fear a majority of people have I have many charismatic friends, and one of them, after I asked about how they got over the fear, they told me that although they're nervous, their thinking is that someone has to start. Some people need to be told to just do it. They just need a push. Others need it to be their idea. Honestly, being anxious about starting a conversation comes from many factors, but I want to focus on just the personal aspect. What does that mean? With new people, I like to ask how they're doing. Commenting on something nearby. Basically, a Seinfeld, if you will, interaction where a conversation, where it's a, it's a conversation about nothing. If you, if you haven't watched Seinfeld, that's basically what the show is known for. It's a show about nothing. That's the, that's the pitch. This is a casual attempt at starting a conversation because you're not trying to be the funniest person. You're not trying to be the coolest person or the most, you know, spotlighted person right now. You're just trying to throw out different lines and see which line they'll latch onto. The key part after continuing a conversation is to actively listen and be present. Um, so a little bit about that. I want to say that when I, like just recently, uh, I should be recording these on Fridays, but because it's supposed, you know, it's kind of end of week type stuff, but I've been busy and I haven't really been like, I, I'm serious about this podcast, but I am not serious enough to keep it on a schedule. Um, but my attempt is always to record Friday and post on Saturday. Uh, okay. So with that being said, this past weekend on Sunday, I got with a group of people, some of them new, some of them I don't, I do know. And with the new people, it was kind of hard because I was gauging, gauging by, you know, how they were around like the whole group. They seem to be timid people, a little bit more observant, but definitely timid. And um, I asked them just, you know, what, like, so one of them had, one of them had a, had a work shirt on and it didn't say the name of it. It just had like the symbol. So I said, Hey, I've never seen that symbol before. Uh, what is that? And she told me, oh, I work for this company and this is the symbol for that company. And I was like, oh, what is that company? Like, what do they do? And she told me, she's like, they're a restaurant. And um, she told me what she does. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the conversation died. And I was like, okay, so now it feels like interrogation. So I should probably say something about myself too. 
just to kind of balance out the whole thing. But before I started that conversation, I was racking my brain on like, what should I say? Like, what do I talk about? And there are more people, there are people who are more interested in people or things than I am. And by that, I mean, there are people who are more interested in getting to know people than I am, or there are more people than me who are more, there are people who are more interested in physical things than I am to the point where I don't even care to ask questions about anything unless someone brings it to me. Unless you come up to me and you go, oh my God, I had a hard time at work today. I'd be like, first of all, who are you? (laughs) Why are you talking to me like this? And then secondly, I'd be like, where do you work? What's so stressful? And like all these questions will come up, but I won't be the first to ask you about it. Except for now. Now I'm trying to work harder on that. So before I started initiating this conversation, I had understood, I, I, I gauged the person first to see what kind of person they are, you know, and they were kind of quiet and timid. So I'm like, okay, maybe they won't make the first move. So I'll probably have to. Um, so then what's going to be my first move? Well, my first move is probably going to be just something very simple and generic. It's just going to be a curious question about something about them. You know, um, I could have asked them about their glasses. Or I could have asked them about, you know, their favorite color because they're, Clothing seems to lean on one color more than other colors. Um, so things like that, right? So like these kind of questions popped up on my mind, but I was like, what's the one that's more, which question's more interesting to me? Well, I, I do want to know what that symbol is about. So let me ask. I And, and here's the other thing. I could already tell that it was a symbol for a company and for a restaurant because I had heard a converse- conversation prior about it. So it felt a little like weird for me to ask that, but I still asked it anyway because I was like it's just to get the get the conversation going. Um and then after that I shared a little bit about myself and I was like, "Oh, well, I work at this place and I do this for work and here's something that, you know, recently happened at work that I had to experience." Right? And then the conversation died again. Um, and I don't know if it was just... I, I think it was either just anxiety on their part that they were like, oh, I don't know what else to say. Um, but when it dies more than, I will say, more than three times, I'm going to move on and I'm, I'm going to look at the other group that I know and talk with them. And then when I'm ready, I, I'll, I, I come back to them and, and talk with them more. So that's how that works for me. That's how that's my experience with initiating conversation recently. That's a more raw one because it is it was a person I didn't know. Um, it kind of reached into areas in my life that I remember being in. So I remember being a quite a timid and shy person and not you know not knowing what to do when people ask me questions. Um, and then also it was in front of people you know who. I wouldn't say, I would say it was in front of people who I respected enough to where I didn't want to seem like um, I was ignoring these new people, if that makes sense. Like, I was in front of friends who were older than me that I respected, and they knew me as a very inclusive person. 
they know me as an inclusive person. And so I don't want them to think that me not talking to these new people is me not wanting to include them. And I am an inclusive person. I just have a hard time with with keeping up the motivation to include people when they keep shutting down and not responding. But I understand the aspect of anxiety or maybe just a general, you know, uh, they don't, they're not familiar with conversations, you know, um, that it's okay to share a little bit about yourself and that that's that. All right. So my epiphanies, this one's going to be quick because I don't really have a lot to go off of besides this TikTok creator named at Danny Jewel. I'll put it in the description. She's a filmmaker and writer. Uh, and her TikTok was a monologue. And in that monologue was this line, utter uselessness of that task dawns on me. And the task was emptying out the lamp on the seal, the, the light lamp cover, emptying that light lamp cover, light lamp cover of dead bugs like just dumping out the dead bugs you know what what purpose does that serve basically is what that that uh, line is is bringing out what purpose does that serve in emptying out that lamp light cover but then that made me think that there are tasks that are useless but they can be reworked as one step to a bigger goal because there's a lot of things in life that's going to make us feel like there's no point in doing this because what what happens if I do it? What happens if I empty out that cover of dead bugs? I put it back on the ceiling and then what? I'm just going to end up laying down on the kitchen floor again. Well, that's what you end up doing. But at least you accomplished one thing, right? At least you, it's it's one of those pass, I want to call them a passive task that you have in your mind to do. It really doesn't serve any purpose to complete, but it is a task nonetheless. And it's it's breaking a habit of, well, I have this task, but I don't have to accomplish it. I don't have to do it. I have something to do, but I don't have to do it, Right. I remember doing this sort of thing in order to move forward in the day. I'm reading my script now. I think that I think about how I could be a better person by taking out the trash. Yeah, right. Accomplishing task has to be linked to an improvement to yourself. So what I mean by this is that if I throw out the trash to myself, I'm a good person. I don't need other people to tell me I'm a good person. I know I'm a good person based off of the good things I do. And obviously taking out the trash isn't like, oh, you should be praised. You're amazing. But it's like, you know, you did you did your part in the household, whether you live alone or with other people, you did your part. And people will notice and people will change. But are you going to change? Are you going to view yourself? Are you going to value yourself more when you do things like that? Especially when you live alone. Are you going to value yourself more when you take out the trash for yourself? When you say, I, I, don't, I don't like it when I live like this. 
I, I care, care about myself too much to not live around trash. So I'm going to take care of this. I, I like myself enough to not have bugs, dead bugs around in, in my house. It's gross and I don't like it for me. So I'm going to take care of that for myself. And it makes you value yourself so that you don't need to have get that validation from other people. Um, and now if you already value yourself and you're just lacking motivation, I think the best thing you could do when it comes to gaining that motivation is to tell yourself that although you don't like doing the task, there are people who you like would prefer that who would pref who you would who would prefer that you would take out the trash or empty that cover. Maybe that'll be motivation for you. Maybe not. I don't know. The last line to my script, add your menial tasks as a stepping stone. <laughs> stepping tone, that's what it says. Stepping stone to becoming that envisioned happier you. So whatever it is you got to do to, you know, tell yourself like, okay, so picture yourself, picture, if you're not in a happy place right now, picture yourself as a happy person, right? And then ask yourself, what is it that happened before that, that made you happy? And I'm not talking, listen, listen, I'm not talking about going ahead and before you were, before the moment before you became happy that you like did something terrible to another human being or another living creature. I'm not saying that. Don't do that. But I am saying that maybe you did take out the trash for yourself or maybe you did accomplish, maybe you did like just practice one thing for 15 minutes on music or language or um, something new about uh, an interest of yours. Like for me, it's, it's beer. I like beer, but I don't really know too much about beer. I just know different types of beer and what they taste like. Maybe that's a lot more than most people, but I do know that to me, not a lot of, not a lot of, um, beers can like slow me down and I'm getting better at tasting different beers. Uh, and now as far as like how the beers are made, I don't know, but I could spend some time 15, 30 minutes looking up something about beer. So that's something I could do for myself. And then afterwards I can feel happy because I did something that's in my interest and I didn't do something because someone else, it's someone else's interest. Okay. So that's that for my epiphanies. Let's move into my top five songs, uh, discover songs. <laughs> Top five discover weekly songs. How does this work? Well, right now, before I start, I'm going to change a bit of this segment. This is my script, if you can't tell from my script voice. Instead of describing what each song sounds like, I'm just going to share. I'm, I'm just going to. I'm just going to share what it is. I realize that although it's fun to find a comparison, I'd rather give you a better sense of what the song is by just saying what the genre is and what the song is about. Okay, so this, again, is in no particular order, but they're my top five Discover Weekly songs. Night on the Sun by Modest Mouse. It's an indie rock song. It's about being pessimistic about the world around you, but hopeful for other people. 
It's also about appreciating human connection despite our own pessimism. Next, Emergency by Feed Me Jack. Feed Me Jack, not Feed Be Jack. That's not it. It's an indie rock, jazz, math rock, um, fusion of, of, of genres. Uh, if you don't know what, don't know what um, math rock is, it's just, it's actually more like, it's like, it's like jazz, but specifically on the guitar and drums, just, and, and really fast. So it's like jazz meets drum and bass, um, I guess, I don't know. Jazz people think of like saxophone and like a drums with like the the oh oh sorry I bumped I bumped the mic like crazy it's like it's like with jazz and the drums are like this you know with the with the whooshing sounds on the drums and then the the uh the light tapping of the high hat and like the kind of like it's like a rocky kind of feeling but it's still kind of not rocky like like rock music but rocky like rock the boat kind of thing it's like uh, but math rock is like it's like think about like it's like lasers shooting everywhere while like the the floor rumbles you know very subtly and and the drums are Anyway, I'm describing it too much. Just just do like a math rock playlist. Look up a math rock rock playlist on anywhere, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music and and you'll you'll get the sense of it in like the first two or three songs. Okay, back to the song. So, the song is called Emergency by Feed Me Jack. It's about human consumption of Earth's natural resources as if you can find them in a convenience store. It uses like a compare. It it uses it as an analogy, um, and I like it because of the beat. But I I've only I only uh, found out about what the meaning of the song was really about, or the focus of the song was about uh, afterwards. That's kind of like how it is with all these other songs. I only find out later what they're like. So, Cape Canaver Canaveral Cana Canaver. Hmm, hold on, Cape. Canaveral by Pizza Girl. Pizza Girl is one word. It's a pop song. It's about a past relationship and moving on by going to parties. I like that he doesn't... Yes, it's a he. I like that he doesn't use compression in his voice for this song because usually in pop songs, they really want to push their vocals up and over the bass lines and synths. Synthesizers? Are We Brothers? This is the next one. Are We Brothers? It's got a question mark in it, in the title. By Paper Rival. It's an indie rock song. And I think it's about family or the sense of a familial relationship with friends. Like kind of like, you know, they're your friends, but you treat them like family kind of thing. And putting their loyalty, well, not loyalty, but unity to question. Like I think it, I think sometimes families find themselves in a situation where one side wants to go back to the way things are or one person i should say one person wants things to go back to the way they were when they were uh younger but everyone else all their siblings their family their parents their uncles everybody uncles aunts you know everyone's moved on and this song kind of relates to those experiences because the lyrics go how did we separate ourselves why did we separate ourselves like this 
Um, I skipped over some repetitive lyrics, but that's the gist of it. And finally, we have Talk Down by Dijon. Like Dijon Mustard. mustard. (laughs) Like Dijon Mustard. It's an indie rock R&B. Indie rock? No. It's an indie R&B song. It's about relationships and enjoying when your person speaks. By your person, I mean like your partner or the person you're dating or the person you're married to or you're in love with or whoever. I think in a broader sense, it's a good song about just loving the person you're with and what they do, how they say things, what they talk about. Something about loving that just makes you appreciate them more. Here we go. Song of the week. We made it to the last segment definitely not the last time you'll hear me talk um this song song of the week the song is uh omw by ash on my way it's an electro pop indie folk blues song so it's kind of a fusion of things this song reminds me of a quote i've been thinking of all week life is what happens when you're busy making other plans a mixture of this genre gives you a song about although after a year of your life feeling hectic and bridges getting burnt you still manage to show up and tell people and let them know not tell people and let people know that you're here in the present and you're on your way because everyone's dealing with their own problems that's life being able to get back up and still show up is a part of life that a lot of people aren't ready for especially the people who have gone through hard times. Now I'm off script. The people who have been just dealing with the crappy situations. I mean, I've, I've gone through a lot in the past two years, but I wouldn't say that I've gone through things that were not recoverable. I mean, for me, I, I feel like I am a resilient person. I am slower than most people to be resilient, but I know that at some point I will get back on my feet. Um, and it's it's been a long time coming since I've, I've, I've been knocked down many, many times. But again, there are people who have had it worse than me. And I applaud them and for getting back up. And if you're in a place where you're struggling to get back up and you're in like this, this rough place, just know that, I, I mean, everyone's in a different place in their life, but at some point... Even if you keep getting knocked down when you get back up, at some point, you'll find yourself in a place where you're at peace. If if not for a long time, for at least a moment, you have a moment of peace. Um, a lot of my life, I've, I've been very... What's the word? Content with the way things are. And now... I'm I'm not so much content, but I still don't feel the the motivation to try and make things to go my way, if that makes sense. Like it's not it's not a big deal to me anymore that things aren't the way I wish they were. But I still have those feelings of I wish I could do something to fix this. You know? But I'm still here, I'm still in the present, and I'm still showing up. 
And I think a lot of people just need to find something that inspires themselves to get back up and keep going. So I didn't make an outro script. Do I need it? No. Maybe I do. But here's here's an outro for you. Um, thank you for listening. Seriously, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, it goes into the bank of things that I appreciate, which, as of late, has been a lot of things. Actually, I've been a lot. I've been very grateful for a lot of things. Um, so that's cool. Uh, if you didn't really like listening to any of this, well, guess what? There's another one like this next week, and are you gonna listen? Maybe. Maybe you'll be like, eh, that episode wasn't good. But maybe the next one he'll have something better because the next one, it sounds like he's going to prepare well. Yep, I am a student. You guys are the teachers and I am just constantly trying not to disappoint you. (laughs) And you are constantly on the lookout for improvement. Oh, that's sweet. That's kind of a nice, that's a nice, like, uh, student teacher understanding, but the reality is just that I'm, I'm really trying to get to these. And, um, as of right now, it's just a hobby and I'm trying not to put too much pressure so I can enjoy it. And, uh, I feel like a lot of people should do that with new things as well. People should, should just take it easy when it t- comes to like learning like an instrument. I was always going to refer back to an instrument whether it's the bass, the guitar, the harmonica, an accordion, you know, it just take your time. And people say, you know, you learn better when you actually do things you like revolving around the things you're learning. So if you're learning, I don't know, if you're learning, um, (laughs) I can't even think of, uh, if you're learning how to play living on a prayer on the xylophone, you know, do it. Because if if Living on a Prayer is your favorite song and you think it would sound great on the xylophone, go for it, man. Or woman. Um, go for it. Because <laughs> what do you have to lose? Nothing. You've got nothing to lose. Because you're the only one who's going to enjoy it. And that is not a sad thing. Sometimes it's nice to just have something for yourself. Um, unless it's a podcast, in that case, it's nice to share it with the world because that's what, you know, that's kind of like what podcasts are for. If it's, if it's, if it, if you're making a podcast, but you're not trying to share it, it's kind of like a diary that you don't want people to hear. Um, but I want people to hear my thoughts because it's, it's about time. (laughs) It's about time people hear my thoughts. I'm ready. Let me speak. No, nobody really needs to hear my thoughts, but those who are going to listen will listen. So thanks for sticking around. That's the end of this episode. I will see you next time. Hopefully I have a platform where you can start talking to me. Peace out.